Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, The Fet Files, that's what we've been calling it. Uh, I'm Logan. I'm Jacob. And I'm Tim. Tim, who we haven't talked to in, God, like two years. <laughs> it's Yeah, I saw that. It's been like four years, I think. <laughs> I don't know what, you know, the last couple of years kind of got blasted out of the sky, but... Yeah, so I, I did want to ask you that before we jump into Boba Fett. So, like, you were hitting the convention stuff, like, heavy, and then the pandemic happened. Did that, I imagine that slowed you down a lot, right? Yeah, like, screeching halt is is pretty much <laughs> what, That just what sucks, happened. man. Yeah, it, um, it did, because we were just kind of starting to get the swing of it a little bit. Um, our last convention was in uh december of 2019 Mm. um and it was down at lax and it's kind of interesting because amy came down with a crazy flu from that trip and then later we find out about covid so we're pretty sure that she had contracted covid at that time yeah Uh, uh that's funny you say i know a lot of people myself included who at the end of 2019 2020 like, I was sick for, like, two, three weeks. And I was just like, I am not getting better. But we didn't know anything about COVID. Right, so. yeah, it was it was all brand new. And then, uh, and then of course, the big shutdown and kind of came to a screeching halt. And uh, it was it was interesting that, that our lives didn't really change all that much other than um, we didn't go anywhere, um, which Amy and I are kind of a little bit reclusive anyway. Um, you are a Java. Uh, yeah. So, um, so you know, it, it, we just kind of settled in and and you know, hoping to ride it out, and like everybody else, just canceled canceled vacations. But you know, it just it just is what it is, and so I I maintained work through the whole thing. I was a essential worker and and just kept going and doing my thing. Um, so. Well, I never. I mean, it got got a little close to us. Um, uh, my dad was. He actually just just had it, so he was like the closest confirmed case that we had. That's um, that's good. I mean, I, it sucks that it was your dad, but like, yeah, it, it is. But he did okay, and it was it was this last one. It was the Omicron, and and all he had was fatigue. So. Um, you know, it appears like each each variant's just becoming more fluish type of thing, I guess. Yeah, hopefully in the next year, year and a half, the whatever variant we're on will be so mild that, you know, it, it'll be like the regular flu. We're really worried about just the very young or the very elderly or, you know, the very, very sick compromise. Right. Or so. the or the the totally randoms, which I mean, the flu flu does on its own anyway. Yeah. It um, so I don't know. It just kind of depends, but I you know we're doing okay, and and so um, you asked about the convention, so yeah, they just came to a completely, you know, just just a sudden screeching halt, um, and I kind of I kind of backed out of of maintaining my social media, um. I didn't, you know, we all kind of got used to not having a lot of interaction with other people. Um, and so now here recently, things are picking back up. I'm doing two 
two uh, signings, I guess you could say. One is an actual convention. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw that. Yeah, that coming fun. up March, March 6th uh, is the Capitola Collecticon. That's the one that um, Daniel Logan's going to be at? Yeah, and Emily yeah. Swallow. So the armor, hmm. yeah, pretty excited. Nice. I think there's four Boba Fetts that are going to be there. Oh, sweet. Um, and then myself and Emily Swallow, I think, make up the... Oh, no, excuse me. And then uh, Alan Fernandez, Tuscan Raider, and um, C. Andrew Nelson, a Darth Vader. And that kind of makes up the Star Wars Day, which is Sunday. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so pretty pretty excited about that. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing for me. I'm going into this process um, unrepresented. So I'm having to put everything together. I just had some banners made the other day, and that was a lot of fun, and put those together, and having to get all my 8x10s together and some good sharp Sharpies. And, you know, it's just kind of a, a different side of it. I've had a lot of help before. So um, Now, where's, where's that one at? That's at Capitola, California, which is um, just, just barely south of Santa Cruz. Okay. Um, yeah, so pretty excited about that. It sounds like it's going to be a really good event. A lot of a lot of visitors. Oh, that's um, the Star Wars portion certainly is, especially having somebody in uh, from a more. Re I mean, we just saw the armor right a yeah, few weeks she was, ago. Yeah, so. just in it. Yeah, so that was pretty exciting to see her in that, and then being able to hang out with her for the the weekend will be pretty epic. Um, okay. And then I'm doing a, a small little signing um, right in front of um, Star Wars Celebration. Oh. So it's it's going to be down in the L.A. area, and it's called uh, Boonta Eve, and it's uh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, private groups put put it together, and and um, I'm down there, and um, uh, the Two other Jawas from the Mandalorian um, are going to be there. And I know that um, Dominic Pace, who is the Gecko, will also be there. But I'm not oh, yeah. sure sure of the other guests on that. Um, but that's that's pretty exciting. So I think that'll yeah, probably, probably wrap it up for the year. I usually try and do a couple of cons a year. And... Uh, We'll just kind of we're we're tiptoeing in a little bit and see how it goes. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I mean, you can't really still can't be too careful. Um, but uh, I mean, that sounds like definitely, especially being outside celebration. That's definitely one that uh, hopefully will be uh, pretty lucrative for you. So yeah, I I hope so. Um, it's kind of a a running joke with a, a gentleman I know. So I don't I don't know if you know it, but. Years and years ago, um, Dave Prowse and, and, and Lucasfilm had some sort of falling out. And when they started doing the Star Wars Celebration shows, he was never invited to a Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> and so he would get a, a hotel room close to the event and just let people know, hey, I'm going to be signing in this hotel room. <laughs> and so he would get a bunch of business from that. So I kind of feel like I'm pulling a Dave Prowse a little bit, but... Uh, I mean, that's all, all right. But, you know, if they're yeah. not going to invite you, then, you know, you yeah, just so show up and have a, have your own party. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll just throw this out there. If anybody sees me in downtown Disney, I, I'll be walking around with a backpack full eight by ten. So just you know, <laughs> feel free. I'll just you know skim a little off the top, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man! One yeah. one one day we're gonna get out there. <laughs> yeah, I um, you know, I was kind of hoping to get invited to celebration this year and. And it just doesn't really seem like the the interest is going that direction at all. Yeah, so. especially like for all the good we get out of Disney owning Star Wars, it we do get some bad. Like anything that's perceived as lesser kind of gets left behind because it's not yeah in the big studio and. You know, I mean, real. I don't want to do the whole real fans, not real fans, but you know, most like died in the wool like hardcore star wars fans they love all of it like it's yeah. not just like oh i it's not i, I want to meet you know every major character they want to meet the dude that was on screen for you know 30 seconds so, yeah yeah you know. i mean they're definitely it's it's definitely for the the modern age of the the star wars universe and um you know i don't i don't blame them for that like you know it's Star Wars Celebration isn't for the hardcore collector. Um, you know, it's more of a, it's kind of more of a show, you know. it's uh, Yeah. Yeah, they it's, turned it's, it into a, a it, like San Diego Comic-Con. It got yeah. into this, like, um, showcase for, like, oh, here's what's coming. Or, you know, and, I mean, right. that's great, but, you know, that's not what it was for. So right. Yeah, originally, but I mean that's you know it's it's their choice, it's their business. I understand. So you know, wow. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, and and I you know it's I'm I'm just ecstatic that I still keep to you know get to go out and meet fans and and do this sort of thing. So well, I hope you get a huge huge crowd. Well, I you know you know I'm I'm looking for five. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if we hit uh, double digits, that'll be great. um all right so let's talk book of boba fett uh everybody's heard me and jacob talk about six episodes um but since we haven't really talked to you about it or i guess jacob probably has so what what are you thinking about boba fett um you know boba fett is a character um i would have liked to have seen him be um a stronger character um, you know, possibly they're leading into the to the later life of, of Boba Fett, you know, and, and he made reference to that, you know, as you get older, you start, you know, carrying more, getting softer. I, I don't remember the exact words he said to Cad Bane, but, um, you know, I would have liked to seen the the Boba Fett when he was working for Darth Vader a little bit, too um like they didn't they didn't show any of that you know his memories went all the way back to when he was a kid um for the most part and then we've like skipped over you know his life as a bounty hunter and there was definitely you know references you know um you know uh uh, but they just didn't go into it that much you know And, and so now we've gone from him being as a child feeling sadness about his dad leaving and to older Boba Fett, that's a little softer than than I thought he should be, you know. 
Yeah, I, I think me and Jacob are in that same boat where this is not... I understand why we're getting this Boba Fett, but it's not necessarily the Boba Fett we wanted. It's kind of like we got the Mandalorian as the Boba Fett we wanted, and so now we're getting an older, like, softer, like you said, more um, kind of... He's not wimpy, because he... I mean, he still kicks ass. It's oh, just... Yeah, there's no doubt, but his like his supporting staff all around him are the the muscle. Yeah, um, you know, and it's it's like I never saw Boba Fett as being the brains character. Yeah, it is kind of weird, right? Where he's the yeah. the the leader and not the follower, and right. you know, every once in a while, Fennec has to be like, "Yeah, maybe we should do this." <laughs> right, where you know, I could have watched seven episodes of him just bounty after bounty after bounty like like that's how i saw that guy um i I, so after watching the finale uh i actually was thinking something similar about what you were saying about how we i I don't want to say we got robbed of the the boba fett uh bounty hunter but i mean we kind of did we only see so much of it through the movies and a little bit in the clone wars because he's kind of dipping his toe in there um right i you know in the world where apparently we're just going to get more and more star wars television um i'm kind of hoping that eventually they just come around and go hey we should just do a boba fett animated show you know we have oh. we have right. daniel logan and we have uh tim morrison so like we have our voices we can do that young young boba fett you know right. kind of getting into his like teenage years and then do that you know kind of 20 years like kind of pre-empire boba fett basically and get some i mean even a couple of seasons you know 10 20 episodes out of that would be fantastic and you know maybe maybe but you know i guess it all depends on how much they they moved towards animation which did you watch the bad batch um i'm most of the way through it so i i pick it up every now and then i don't think i've finished it It, i mean it's definitely up and down um and it feels like a lot of it is just stuff that they had unfinished when they were wrapping up the clone wars but i think we're gonna see something better in season two more structured um and and kind of less uh less tied to the the clone war stuff so right um maybe maybe we'll get a boba fett show an actual boba fett show eventually um it does seem to be the common consensus though that we we've got the book of boba fett and boba fett is literally the least interesting part of the show so which is a shame (laughs) yeah so, now I mean, like, like part of the problem would be is like, I guess the the comic books have have filled in Boba Fett's life, you know, from before the Scarlet Pit. Yeah, um, it, I, so, so I, I mean, read the books. So yeah, we've gotten a lot of that uh, in between Empire and Jedi. A lot right. of Boba Fett stuff, um, but we still have a lot of stuff pre Empire, so that'll yeah. be that'd yeah. be kind of interesting. 
Okay. So, yeah, I, no, I'd, I'd like to see him adapt the comic books. Hell, I mean, not enough people read them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely one thing that I don't, I don't read, um, is the comic books. But uh, you know, it, it is interesting how, uh, you know, they're dev. I mean, it's canon. They're using that as, as history in their, you know, so. It's it's so cool how they all tie together. So with the finale, we got the showdown uh, on Tatooine between uh, the Pikes and uh, the group that Fett has put together. It's him. The what do they call the the mods? The mods, uh, which it's so such a like sixties thing, but oh. whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, him I the mods. Just... Uh, the Mando, um, who else is in there? The Wookiee. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, Santin. Kurt, yeah, Chris Santin. Santin, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you know, you and Cad Bane. I mean, oh, how great is Cad? I'm kind of so. I he's, mean, he's spoilers. done, right? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's dead. You, you don't, don't think, think he's, he's dead? dead? No, he's uh, the cat of nine lives. <laughs> How is he not dead? He got to well, finish he, the job. He, if if anybody should know, Boba should know. You got to finish. You got to take his head off. Yeah, Django's not coming back. Well, they did make they did make reference to that plate on his head, which is when he took the headshot from Boba, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it's definitely possible he comes back. I really hope he does. I mean, he's always he's always been my favorite bounty hunter. Um, I, you know, I guess it's just because it's such a Clint Eastwood character. Um, I just love the guy, and, and I think they did a, a great job with him. Um, so, but if there's I, if there's one thing we know in Star Wars, no one's ever really dead. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> that's that is fact. I mean, we all thought Boba Fett was dead, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, we could I, do a whole podcast on not dead people. Right. <laughs> Characters and how they brought them back. Because, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping. Like, they went so hard on, like, kind of taking him down that I was just like, are they, are they really going to take out Cad Bane so quickly? Like, we just yeah. got him in the live action world. And, I mean... He has so much potential. <laughs> well, like, Nate, I mean, excuse me, I might sneeze. I don't know if you can hear me. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, they invested a lot into that character because he looks yeah, phenomenal. He, um, he looks, I think Mando look, probably looks the best, but Cad Bane looks like he looked great. I mean, it was it was just like his his movements were all spot on. Um, yeah. They've really done, you know, a, a great job with the Pikes, and um, that's a pretty cool character. Getting to see them in it in some different ways, um, you know, I was I was I was really kind of surprised that we didn't see uh, Kira. Me too. I think you that know? might be coming. I, I thought for sure we would at least have mention of uh, Crimson Dawn. And right, 
we didn't get anything. Um, it, it, there's a big push in the comic books right now. Uh, there's a whole arc uh, relating around her and her control of uh, Crimson Dawn and Vader's hunting them down. And it, it's it's good stuff. But, you know, I, the fact that it didn't get mentioned here has me a little worried that they're going to destroy the Crimson Dawn in the comics, which, I mean, it's fine, I guess. But like I said, not enough people are reading that stuff. So those are stories that aren't reaching the audience that they should be reaching. So killing off those characters like that just seems like a bad idea to me. (laughs) Yeah, but nobody's ever dead. That's true. I thought Black Black Kersantan, I thought he was dead. I was like, what the hell, man? (laughs) They just killed him. And then he shows back up, like, dragging six people with him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the poor Grimorian guards are toast. Yeah, I think they're gone. I mean, they didn't literally show him splat on the rocks, but... Yeah, that that was... I I, I didn't like that scene. I I didn't like... I I don't know. I... Honestly, I did not like this episode that much. There were parts of it I loved, and I then feel parts like it, of it that I, who, I, who directed it? Um, I, I think Robert Rodriguez directed it. He, I don't oh, think. I, I feel like it wasn't either written very well or not directed very well, but just the I don't know. It the, just wasn't put together well. Well, the problem is they had a lot of stuff to cover, and even with an extended episode, because this one was like an hour, an hour. Yeah. Um, even with an extended episode, it was still too much to well, cover. I mean, part of that was was because episode six had nothing to do with Boba Fett, <laughs> right? So, you know, an episode like, oh man, we need to tie this thing up and put a bow on it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I. I, I loved episode six. It was a lot of fun. I loved seeing Luke. Um, but, you know, it, this should have to been me, it didn't episodes. fit. You know, yeah. it, I, I think we should have kept it a little bit separate, you know. Yeah. Well, um, Jacob and I talked about, I think it was, it was when we talked about episode six of why not just have a live action show called Star Wars and... Every just week, go it, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just you know, that makes more sense than like calling the show Book of Boba Fett and then creating an entire episode about a character that already has his own show. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, I understand the necessity for that, but I mean, then just I don't know, put it out as an episode of The Mandalorian, <laughs> like yeah, as a yeah. special, or give you know, give us. It, even though I know a lot of people, us partially included, aren't extremely happy with the portrayal of Boba Fett, you know, it is the Boba Fett that we're getting. And I don't think Tim Morrison is doing a bad job at all. Um, so to just completely remove him from the show feels almost like a slap in the face. Is yeah. As necessary as it was for the narrative, like... You could have split up the Mandalorian stuff over like all seven episodes and have like little bits and pieces in each, you know, Uh, in each episode mm -hmm. rather than give us one full episode and and giving us more Boba Fett, you know, and and 
allowed for a, a a better ending or like Jacob said, make it two episodes. You know, yeah. if you add, I think if you add 20 minutes, 25 minutes, maybe of story and kind of uh, structure to this episode, it would only improve it. Like, yeah. so the Rancor thing, like the last we saw the Rancor is, you know, him telling uh, Danny Trejo, I, I want to be able to ride the Rancor. That's great. But we didn't see any of that. No, and and I really thought we would see some of that because of the um, Mandalorian trying to learn to ride that little, um, those little ones. Right. You know, and um, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, you know, Boba Fett getting tossed around by Rancor is going to be a good time. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden he just shows up on it, and it's like, okay, here's King Kong. Which uh, I, yeah. I thought was, it was great like it and, looked really really yeah. good. oh no it, yeah. it, it, absolutely it was phenomenal i mean that's what you know rancors are and that's what rancors do and uh but i but i think you guys are, are right like they they kind of jump some really great stuff that i think would have been very entertaining to most audiences that are watching this well yeah so the rancor didn't make sense in that scene in my opinion so you have a a fire spray ship that can take down <laughs> capital ships for these little dweeb droids, and you bring the Rancor. Yeah, I thought he was going to get his ship too. So yeah. that that was, and I guess maybe that was a head fake. And but then, well, and then after all that, the Rancor gets scared by a little wrist rocket that has yeah. fire on it <laughs> like it's that's um, what i was saying like it, it's so the episode is so like clunky yeah it's, it's very but, very up and down which, but like you said i did love parts of it I, I, you know i and don't it was exciting but it's just, yeah i don't want to disparage robert rodriguez who's a very good writer and an extremely accomplished director but yeah. his episodes for me, were the weakest episodes. Yeah. Uh, he did three of them. He did the first one and the last one, and then um, either the second or the third one. And to me, those were all the, the weakest episodes. As much fun as I had with the finale, um, it just wasn't as strong as some of the middle episodes. Certainly not as... Uh, um, Unfortunately, none of them are as strong as the Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Dave Filoni episodes, but those weren't even episodes of Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, it makes me wonder if we were supposed to get this, the series running concurrently, you know, um, and because of just the limitations of filming in, in that whatever they call that thing that they film in, um, in having to film multiple shows uh, if it just didn't happen. Um, I want to ask uh, y'all about Grogu and how you, I want to ask Elizabeth this because she was so adamant about like, he better choose that armor. How do y'all feel about that? Can I go first? Yeah, sure. go ahead. All right. So, um, when he showed up in the this last episode, I was like, we are going to see that guy not only wearing a suit of 
Best Guard Chainmail, but he's going to have a little lightsaber, and he's going to, like, start to develop some skills here beyond infant. You know, like, maybe he did learn a little bit from Luke, and he's bringing it to help the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Um, and so I was, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't, like, his character is still just an infant. Um, you know, I like to see him using the force. I mean, that, that, where he pulled that, that joint out of that, that machine. And, yeah. and I mean, it slammed into him. I mean, that was, it was funny, you know, and I like seeing Grogu. Um, I'm just ready for him to actually develop a little bit into something other than an infant. And I'm so, and I am confused. Is he is he a foundling now? Is he going to become a Mandalorian? I don't think so. I, I think Mando's not even a man, Mandalorian now. Yeah, the according to the Death Watch is what I'm calling him. It it's. <laughs> You know, it's funny when, uh, I don't know if y'all were, like, uh, following along when they brought in the the Mandalorians into the Clone Wars, and they were this, like, peaceful race, and there was, like, this huge backlash from, you know, fans of Boba Fett and what Mandalorian, quote, culture was supposed to be, and, like, it created all this kind of animosity, and it said that it, it was confusing about you know, and then they bring in Death Watch, and it's like, oh, okay, so there are the peaceful Mandalorians, and then there's the the more old the school, life, yeah. yeah. And then, but now it's all become so confusing about what is a Mandalorian, what isn't a Mandalorian, like. And, and one of my favorite moments in the finale was, I mean, as small as it is, was when. Uh, uh, Mando tells Boba, like, I'm here until neither one of us can go on. Yeah. And he's like, you really believe all that bantha fodder? And he's like, I do. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, the armor and uh, the other dude might be saying, you're not a Mandalorian, but it, like, meanwhile, he seems to be the only one with any real kind of sense of honor. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah and, I mean, you know, the way he he discusses um, uh, Grogu as being a foundling. I mean, I'm you know, are we? I'm just curious if we're going to see Grogu in a Mandalorian helmet. You know, is he going <laughs> to go think... with him to those and and uh, jump in those pools? I I'm down. You know, you know. Yeah. I, I was I was hesitant. I was like, man, I like. I was kind of hoping we get more of Mando without Grogu, kind of seeing him like lost, you know, and, and kind of like not really knowing what his purpose is now that he's not protecting this kid. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that brought that brought a lot to the show. So not having him there, you know, probably would have been detrimental. So uh, it does make me excited for Mandalorian season three. Okay, um, Logan. Yeah. When is Ahsoka coming out? Uh, maybe later this year. Is like, it, it a, is it going to be after or before Mando? Uh, probably before. 
It should be well. No, I don't know. So we have we have Kenobi, which is set to be the next one. After mm-hmm. Kenobi should be Andor. Yeah. Um, and then which either, won't have anything to do with the, any of this. No. <laughs> and then either Ahsoka or Mando. They've all filmed kind of concurrently with each other, but they have to kind of take turns. A lot of Boba Fett was not filmed in the uh, the complex. Whatever that video thing yeah. that they use was not filmed there. Um, so uh, Cerebro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, oh my God, did y'all see the Doctor Strange trailer? This is a Star Wars podcast, but holy shit. <laughs> okay, well, I, okay, I'm going somewhere. What if, uh, what if we get to a point to where, okay, so... So Mando is he's gotta team up with um what's her name? Ahsoka? No, not Ahsoka. Um Sabine's aunt. <sighs> I just drew a blank. Oh the other uh, Mandalorians. Yeah, the uh what's her name's sister? Bo Katan. Yeah. Okay, so I think Mando's gonna team up with her. They're gonna do the Dart Saber thing, but Sabine's going to come into it and then they're all going to team up with Ahsoka and Ahsoka's going to find Ezra. Ezra trains Grogu and then that'll be our next movies of Star Wars. It'll be Grogu and Ezra and Ahsoka. Maybe not Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka's probably going to die. But it's going to be Ahsoka saving Ezra. Ezra training Grogu. But but Grogu has chosen the way of the Mandalorian, not the way of the Jedi. According to Luke. Yeah. So, Which, so Ezra, we don't really know where Ezra is right now. Right. But he is a Jedi. So that brings up... Uh, but he has a like a blaster lightsaber combination. <laughs> like he's willing to, you know, he, so he, he's willing to take on... So the whole more. time we always hear balance to the Force. Well, that... That includes the dark side. You know what I mean? The right. Jedi are focused on all light. The Sith are always focused on all dark. So maybe Ezra is learning now like how to choose or how to balance. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think that would be really interesting. And I, so you brought up, uh, Tim, you brought up him choosing the Mandalorian over the way of the Jedi. That scene, to me, with with Luke telling him you have to choose, like solidified everything that happens in the uh, sequel trilogy that so Luke. many people got pissed off about. Of yeah. like, how could Luke turn into Luke is making the same mistakes that yeah. all mm. of the people that he holds dearly made, and he thinks he's doing the right thing, and really he's not. Like he's just but, making their mistakes again. Right, by being a hardline. Right. And that path did not work out for the Jedi that he knew. They all wound up dead. So, you know, and so, of course, Luke turns into a bitter old man because he followed their ways. And that's that's why that always made sense to me. Like, uh, 
the Jedi were wrong. Like we see that in the prequels. Like they even say it that like we we did not do this right. Like we messed up. Well, yeah, right. and Yoda said it perfectly because he says, you know, everyone's focused on the prophecy of the chosen one, but in episode in episode one, he said he's talking to Mace and he says, uh, a prophecy in which could have been misread. Yeah. So. Um, and everyone thinks, well, okay, well, he's talking about Anakin not being the chosen one, but Luke being the chosen one. But maybe he's saying, you know, a prophecy is just a prophecy. And if you misread it or yeah. misfollow it or put uh, all your eggs in that basket. Yeah, not understanding <laughs> that the balance could be the the destruction of the Sith and the Jedi. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I think the reintroduction of Ezra, which I feel like is definitely coming because the more we hear about Ahsoka, the more it seems like they're going to follow up with, with where they left off with rebels. You know, she's, she's going to reconnect. We're going to get all of that stuff. Um, I, 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 I'm with you. I think it would be really, really interesting to see Ezra become this, uh, Maybe not even call them Jedi. Some kind of new, uh, new Force user uh, uh, <laughs> group that that kind of understands that that balance doesn't mean only light. Yeah, because it is cool. I was listening to a video and they were talking about uh, if you think about Chirrut and um, what's his name, Bays. Yeah, they were guardians of the wills, so that was like that was that they were not Jedi, but they knew the Jedi and they all knew each other, but they all knew the force and the power of the force, but they were not they were not um, it's it's kind of like different denominations of our religions, yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, it just anytime anybody would badmouth George Lucas. <laughs> He's not. It was not a great director, and he wrote dialogue for crap. But <laughs> the dude's extremely intelligent. And yeah. Like, I, I guarantee you, anybody that got a look at the the books, the massive amount of just notebooks that he kept on all this stuff, like knows that. And you know, I I hope we we see a lot of that exploration. In, in the shows to come. I am curious about what Andor is, or is it, that's what it's called, right? Andor? Yeah. 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 It, that's the thing, though. You, like, it's going to be hard to, um, to think of anything Andor is about because we know he dies. And we know yeah. he dies before episode four. But yeah, it, I mean, it's got to be this, it's got to be something to do. I mean, and it could be something to do. Maybe he's the one that saves Grogu. Yeah. You never know. That, like, yeah, that would you know be I mean? interesting, uh, how to bring it back around to that. I think so. there's a way that they could tie it all in, but I think it's going to be the start of... I mean, and he could be... I mean, he, he could have something to do with the Mandalorians, you know? Like, it. there's a lot of possibilities. It seems like a dead end, but it, it's it's really... I mean, Star, Star Wars has proven time and time again that just because <laughs> you know somebody's fate, like you were talking about, like nobody's ever really dead. But even when they're dead, like just because you know their fate, 
does yeah. not mean like there's so many stories to tell i mean who would have ever thought we'd be i mean when we were kids you'd have never thought we'd be here no <laughs> our star wars is done even after yeah. the prequels you were like yeah eh, star wars is done yeah you know and here we are like it's, the clone wars and yep. starts a whole all kinds of stuff <laughs> it's insane man um so all I got to say is, in Filoni, we trust. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think if this this series especially has proven anything, it's that Kathleen Kennedy is great to run a studio and an excellent, excellent producer. But the decisions on Star Wars as a whole needs to be left to... If nothing else, Dave Filoni and John Favreau, like yeah. the, the that they need to be guiding the the ship, the stories, like they know, they know what they know what people want, and they know how to tell it to. Like again, they're giving us a Boba Fett show where we're like, hey, Boba Fett wasn't in two episodes, and it's not the Boba Fett we wanted, but we're still sitting here going like. Yeah, this this is good. Like, okay, I'll take more of this. Yeah. You know? right. Meanwhile, after <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, we were all, most of us were like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> like, no more Star Wars movies, man. <laughs> like, yeah. No, just Mandalorian. That's okay, all we Logan, need. I got a, a movie nerd question. I don't know if you'll know it. You probably will. I don't know. So, okay, obviously the Rancor is like King Kong in this episode. So I'm... I was watching the episode and I paused it on the uh, on the in the credits and you know they have like the artwork. Well, it's a picture of the Rancor holding onto the building and he has a Twi'lek in his hands. Who is who is uh, who is the actress King Kong took on the Empire State Building? Was it anyone famous? Like I don't I don't even remember really watching King the original King Kong. Oh no! Talking about the old. Totally was. Um, yeah, the old. Yeah, Faye Ray. Okay. She was. Uh, I'm just in, looking in 1930. She was extremely she famous. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it might have been Marilyn Monroe or whatever, but no, no, that was it, before her time, right? It was. Uh, uh, yeah. It was yeah. Jessica Lang, I think, in the remake in the 80s. And then Naomi Watts was the the one in the Peter Jackson remake in the, the most recent. 2000s. Yeah, well, not the most recent, but the the. How many are there? <laughs> well, there's Kong versus Godzilla. There was Kong oh, Skull those. Island, but like the King Kong movies where yeah. they bring him to New York and all that. Like, um, yeah, Na- Naomi Watts, and I mean, they all kind of look like each other. It's very like. Kong has a thing for uh, blonde, blonde, uh, <laughs> very uh, statuesque blonde women. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm just looking at this Twi'lek, and she's green, but she's not blonde. But uh, she's very. Um, did you, Did you notice that they pronounce it Twi'lek in the show? But we've also heard Twi'lek. it pronounced Twi'lek. Yeah. So it continues tomato, to tomato tomato. Yeah, yeah the, the it's like, rages. Yeah, <laughs> how do you pronounce like, it? You know, <laughs> Jawa, I mean, Jawa. We call it like yeah, we say like Italian, <laughs> okay. but Italians go Italian. Italian. Uh, so, <laughs> T 
Tim, how did you feel about the revelation that Jawas do indeed get down? They no, humans, and they're how about fuzzy. that? And they're yeah. fuzzy. Yeah. Fuzzy on the inside. I think the so next great. Comic-Con you go to, or Comic-Con, whatever, next meeting you go to, you need to have some fur. <laughs> no, he just needs a shirt that says, there ain't nothing under here but fur. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's true what they say. I'm furry. I'm furry. Oh, man. I was a furry. Uh, you know, as annoying, as intentionally annoying as uh, the mechanic lady is, she has uh, become one of my favorite, yeah. like little. <laughs> when her, hey her officer, and... hide that, hide that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And those those I droids she keeps around. <laughs> I I love those droids. I, I am, droids. Yeah. Yes, I am beyond ecstatic that like I, there was so much backlash after the their appearance in episode one about how I've goofy and them. stupid they were. But, <laughs> like, the more they bring them back, the more I'm just like, can we get, like, one of those, like, YouTube short cartoons that's just these pit droids yeah. doing dumb yeah. stuff? Uh, <laughs> oh, the funny gonna... thing is, like, they they covered up those crates as the X-Wing's coming down, and then it falls off right behind <laughs> them. He's standing right in front of the crates. Uh, it was That was classic. Logan, we talked about the rabbit droid. Yes. And we didn't know if they killed him or not. Well, he was standing there at the end of yep. the episode with them. Yeah. Um, There's something else I was going to say, too, about a droid. I have to remember it. Well, I, yeah. I wanted to mention, like, I was really excited about the, the scene where the, the Pike Syndicate arm of Tatooine, their leadership was all together with the mayor and stuff like that. That and was such were, a good scene. They were just getting annihilated. And I love Fennec Shand. Yeah. But I was like, she just snuck off to like yeah. take out the competition single-handed. It's like, should have been the book of Fennec Shand. Yeah. yeah. I, I, they did I, talk about that. Ming-Na Wen is such an incredible actress. And yeah. I mean, I, I know she probably doesn't do all her own stunts, but a lot of that is her. And I mean, this woman is like, Nearly sixty years old, and she oh, just she really, yeah, she is. Wow. Hold on, I'll pull it up. So she was up last week. Yeah, she remember. was. She was fifty when uh, when they started um, Agents of Shield because she was in Agents of Shield, and I was like, she is not fifty. And my buddy Spencer was like, look it up. She's fifty. I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, born in nineteen sixty three. Fifty eight years old. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, wow, she is spectacular. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> I've I've never been uh, like I, I don't know. She just continues to impress me with like her presence. Like just standing there. She's so badass. Yeah. Like, um I was going to say too, I you were talking about uh lady. I don't what is her name? The uh one that fixes Mando's ship. Oh, I, you know, I don't know. I should look. I can't up. even remember her name, but yeah, her scenes oh. with the major domo. Yes. Quilic, yeah, those are good. I, <laughs> I really like him. I'm glad he didn't die. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's funny. I don't. I don't like, really I'll care go out for there him. And 
prostrate I mean, myself. And <laughs> yeah, that was so funny when he went out and he was talking to the Pikes and oh yeah. man, I was just it's like uh, so there. I have a coworker that he has the same like facial. Her name is Pelly Motto. Pelly Motto. Yeah, and it's uh, Amy Sedaris. Is a, I, yeah, yeah. She's actress. she's a she's a brilliant comedic actress who. It's so weird that she's found a place in Star Wars. Um, what were you saying, Jacob? I have a coworker that has the same facial facial features as uh, the major domo guy, and he kind of <laughs> talks. He sounds a little bit like him. And I was having him at work the other day. I I put on the episode to show him, and he's like, uh, "I guess I kind of see it." And then I was like, "All right, say this line. Say this line. Say this." Line. And he was saying it, and he sounded just like him. I was That's like, "Dude." Funny. I, I knew you were in Star Wars. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I mean, I'll have to take a picture of him and put it on our website or something. But I yeah, thought it was yeah. kind of funny how they there was two comments about the head tails. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, where does that come so, from? Like, yeah. Interesting bit of trivia. So the actor is David pa- Pasquesi. I don't, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, he's a, a writer and comedian, and he act, so Amy Sedaris used to have this show on. I think it was on F. Yeah. No, not FX. Um, it was on Comedy Central. Comedy Central or True TV. It was uh, at home with Amy Sedaris. Oh, I never. It was saw this that like um, spoofy show where she was like doing this like kind of Martha Stewart stuff. Only it was like absurd. He was a writer on that show, mm. so they're close friends so when they were in that scene together i was like that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah they've actually done quite a bit together um i i watched a couple of uh spoiler or not spoilers but uh like easter egg type um youtubes and they actually have done quite a bit of work yeah he's 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 pretty great like uh i've only seen him in bits and pieces of things but i'm much like her character like when he was introduced i was like i don't know if i like this and then the more they kind of like return to it the more i'm just like what kind of stupidity are they going to get into (laughs) i'm kind of just enjoying like the ridiculousness of this character in this universe yeah so um so is there anything we haven't talked about um, oh let's see. well, there's got to be something we have. To oh, uh, the post-credit scene. The post-credit scene. Oh, cough band. It is so that's him in the back to tank, right? Yeah, that's him. Yep. Okay, so that that's confirmation that despite um, he just got Bane, shot in the shoulder. That's when they showed it the beginning. I was like, so he definitely just got shot in the shoulder. So it's curious. That Cad Bane is standing there going like I killed him, I killed the marshal, and I'm like no, but we just saw you didn't, man. Like, well, I don't like, know. but he doesn't. I mean, at that point, he doesn't know that that Boba Fett doesn't know that, right? Yeah, that's what I took and it. so I like took it is him him uh, like, like look, not pulling his all leg, hopes but, lost. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. hopes lost. Yeah, we we killed all your Raider family. You know, yeah, he, he dropped everybody. that knowledge on him, man. I was like, oh, yeah. you he's just like, you know, what? I'm now. just gonna, yeah. 
<laughs> so, I mean, he was definitely trying to appeal to Boba Fett's softer side, which actually was a pretty good ploy, um, you know. So, and, um, but it was interesting too that you know the 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 history Cad Bane has around the Boba Fett's armor and whoever wears it. Yeah, you know, there seems to be a lot of interaction with that. I, I love the like very subtle like you don't have to know the history but the subtle nods to their history together um were really really enjoyable um you know it's definitely something clone clone wars fans were probably just like oh this is awesome you know and if you didn't watch then it's just like oh okay i guess they know each other (laughs) go watch it yeah (laughs) um season is it season two or season three of clone wars Shoot, I don't even know. It's two or three. It was the rise of the bounty hunter season. That kind of, it might have been two and three because it kind of spills over. Um, um, so I gotta imagine we're getting a season two. Uh, what would y'all like to see in season two besides more Boba Fett? <laughs> Kira. <laughs> okay. I guarantee it's gotta it's gotta go there. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not declared war on the syndicates, but he's staking his claim, and that's going to raise some eyebrows. Yeah. So yeah. I'd so like to with, see more huts, too. So yeah. with uh, the, you know, Darth Vader not liking Crimson, Crimson Tide at all, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe well, we'll get to see, there. you know, maybe we'll get to see uh, Mara Jade. Ah, oh, yeah. that would be great, man. You know, and that that would kind of tie things together. Um, a, well, tie some things together, but it would fill in a little bit more of Luke and. Yeah, that would be awesome to bring that that character I, uh, to life. I've got to say, like one thing I don't like about all of this extra Star Wars stuff is, like you know, Han Solo saying to luke and obi-wan in episode four you know like who are the jedi you know what i mean like there's luke doesn't know who the jedi are and i know there's probably there's like a conscious effort from uncle owen and aunt beru but it seems like the rest of the galaxy forget who the jedi and the sith are and there's all these like the inquisitors and you know like like grogu's still alive like ezra you know what i mean like i used to feel that same way but is this is gonna sound weird so hanging out with my nieces specifically the 14 three 14 year olds has convinced me that that is entirely plausible that people forget things like there are of course people that remember but that people forget things and don't like don't pass that knowledge along like kind of like lord santeca yeah whatever his name was you know like because there are things that we'll talk about some things that like so you know to bring up the super bowl but the halftime show love it or hate it like they very much knew like the people the people in the halftime show like they know all of those rappers um and you know eminem maybe but like dre and snoop aren't really as far as rap is concerned, they're not really their generation, you know? Like, yeah. they, don't, they don't put out new music that they would listen to. Um, yeah. 
but so they know who they are but like on the flip side of that i could mention probably any number of like huge rock stars from the uh 90s or even early 2000s and i'd be like yeah i don't know who the hell that is <laughs> so yeah. like it just it has made me understand the plausibility of all that. Um, no, I mean, that makes I sense, used to feel but... the same way. I mean, like, how do people not know who the hell the Jedi are? But, you know, especially somebody like Solo, he lived on a backwoods planet, you know. I, I, It makes me wonder how Luke knew as much as he did. And I kind of hope we get some of that with Obi-Wan. We like, definitely are. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I've always had this, like, theory in back of my head that like the reason he's called old Ben is because young Luke could not pronounce Obi-Wan and that it, it came out old Ben and somewhere <laughs> down the line Owen and Ben or Obi-Wan had a falling out when Luke was still young and so like that kind of created that separation where Obi-Wan didn't leave, but he was no longer part of Luke's life. I think it might've, the falling out might've been when uh, Luke's dad, you know, like murdered half the galaxy. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but I still think, you know, cause he brings Luke there. I still think in the, his formative years, like in the, you know, maybe between like his then and like when he was like four or five, uh, Obi-Wan is still kind of part of his life. And then something like, I, I hope that that's what we see in this show. So. That's well, that's one of my favorite scenes in all of anything. Star Wars is in rebels. Have you seen, you've watched all the rebels, Tim yeah. is when the Darth Maul episodes with Obi-Wan yeah. and you see little Luke running across. Yeah, that's definitely, that's, I don't know. It just hit, different uh i was gonna ask y'all like what out of the whole seasons season of, or uh episodes of book of boba like what's your favorite scene um favorite scene uh I don't know. That's really tough. Like, it's so easy to pick, like, one of the Mando scenes, but that feels like a betrayal to Boba. <laughs> yeah. um, I kind of like the, I mean, as kind of goofy and comedic as it was, them getting his shit back, I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but also, Black Chrysanthemum ripping the arms off the Transactions <laughs> was pretty great too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, as far as a scene that contained Boba Fett, um, I liked it when he had the uh, the bosses around the table, and he said, "This is how it's going to be in the Rancor." You know, brought oh, his yeah. claws up. I That's I liked cool. that scene a lot. I, you know, I I really felt that we're going to see a a pretty good side of Boba Fett. Like, you know, he is tougher nails. And then everybody just apparently left that meeting. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Not, you know, who's that guy? Screw that guy. You know, <laughs> um, that was my, that was my favorite Boba Fett scene. Uh, and then as far as like the whole, 
the whole series. I mean, I love that. Uh, oh, I just lost the name of the not the cantina, but the. Um, oh, yeah. oh, sanctuary. Right. Yeah. Sanctuary. sanctuary yeah. Yeah. I love I love those scenes because there's I mean, they there's so many Easter eggs in those scenes. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was great. You know, when the when those silly pikes um, brought in the ice cream machine and <laughs> I'm, so, you know, I'm so mad, man. I don't think so she's mad. dead. I hope not. No. <laughs> like, so Jacob's a little too young, but Tim, you, you I mean, you're you're of the age that you can appreciate Jennifer Beals. Like you remember, right. like. Like and she still looks incredible and is an incredible actress. I was gonna say I appreciate her now. And uh, I mean, not just not just from a look standpoint. She she's always been an incredible actress. Who sadly, like I guess after uh, that, what's the dance movie? Flash dance. Flash dance. That she just got didn't do anything. Yeah, like she. Everybody just saw her as that character. but seeing her in Star Wars, I was like so happy, and then, <laughs> they blow it up, and I'm like, oh my god, no! Yeah, well, nobody's ever dead. Yeah, yep. I, I hope not. I hope she comes back with some bionic parts and like becomes <laughs> another bounty hunter who's. Well, I think one of that's what's going to happen. Is to like destroy the Pikes. <laughs> I think she's going to run like Jabba's palace is just a big party palace. She's yeah. going to just move the sanctuary there. Well, uh, I think I think that, you know, I think we've learned that, that Boba Fett has, has figured out that being a crime boss isn't really what he wants to do. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want anything to do with Spice. He just wanted to protect these people. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what did I end up doing? I got, you know, blown up and yeah. got a know. lot of people killed. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, you know, it, it, right there at the end, he's like, yeah, it's not what it's cracked up to be. We need to find something else to do. So, you know, season two, I mean, they could just like him and his small crew, you know, out there tearing up the bounties or doing whatever, you yeah. know, maybe being like a lone lone ranger type or something. Yeah. Uh, that'd be awesome. Kind of a Magnificent Seven kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'd be down for that. So, um, well, I'm going to say that's all our thoughts on Book of Boba Fett. Um, we're going to try to keep recording. Uh, we we got to finish the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, we never finished talking <laughs> about season two of the Mandalorian. So, um, and we'll definitely not let it go years and years before talking to Tim again. So. Yeah, geez, you know, let's. Uh... Well, now that I know your schedule, like. We can plan stuff because yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, my new my new work schedule. It's uh, it's uh, it's unreal. I literally haven't had uh, days off in about five years. Yeah. And now now I'm to three days off every week. Yeah. And oh my gosh, Amy and I just have so many things planned. I I just can't wait. You know, it's uh. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, A very you- very good life change. Are you still active on Twitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are we. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a platform that I just you know, and yeah. it's it's difficult for me to even try and maintain um, my my Jawa pages of 
of uh, Instagram and Facebook. I mean, the only thing that's saving me is I can post to both of them at the same time. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's it's difficult for me because I I've got a lot going on outside of life and or outside wow. of that life and it's and, it's uh, yeah it's it's can be a hassle. I mean, well, I don't and I don't want to be consumed you. by that. You know, yeah, it, exactly. It's, it's not. You know the 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 internet isn't what's going to define me. Yeah. Um. You know, and and so that's, you know, we Amy and I kind of live a different life. Um. That that's kind of just a like a like a just side sidebar to it. So I'm not as not as active as I could be, but I'm I'm probably more active than than I want to be. To be You're honest, probably I mean, more, more active yeah. than us. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, you can. We'll always, uh, you know, pimp where you're going to be at the Galact. Sorry, what was, what was it called again? The uh, Capitola Collecticon. Capitola. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Capitola. Um, um, the great, great small show that's I think is really turning into a really good show, uh, really good sized show. They've got uh, quite a few Sons of Anarchy guests on Saturday. Um. And then it's all Star Wars on Sundays, which I'm pretty excited about that. Um, some of the other shows that I've been to, um, it's just a hodgepodge, and they'll separate the the Star Wars folks on two different days. And I, I mean, I understand the ploy; they're trying to get two tickets instead of instead yeah. of one. Um, but it just kind of always leaves the Sunday folks kind of high and dry. Um, but the fact that we've got some pretty pretty um major players on sunday i think we're definitely gonna have a good show and and uh it'll be fun yeah i mean it sounds like a good time um i googled it real quick uh looks like if you go to fan cons f-a-n-c-o-n-s dot com and just look for uh capitola it'll pull up uh that information it's what march 4th through 6th yeah yeah so so if uh you hear this and you're in in within shouting distance of capitola uh go check it out because yeah there's it's not just star wars but like tim was saying there's a lot of a lot of great stuff there so um, yeah and there's going to be some i think there's going to be a lot of a, a opportunity to rub elbows with with the stars um there's several uh, pre-parties and after-parties and stuff like that, and um, Amy and I plan on attending all of that stuff, so... Um, That's awesome. We'll have to yeah. have you... Definitely have you back on after the convention to see how it went and see if you got to talk to Daniel Logan about his thoughts on the book above it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there's going to be... There's four of them there. Let me um, let me look real quick and get you all the FET actors because it's crazy... Um, Sorry, I'm typing. It's cool. Uh, if I if I like disconnect, it's because my phone is about to die. So, uh, <laughs> cop I say my I say my goodbyes now. <laughs> um, uh, and Carol's so calling me, so I'm going to ignore that because y'all are more important. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I think I think the four. Oh no, that's not right. Uh, Dickie Beer, I think, is one. Oh, that's a heck of a name. Um, Daniel Logan, 
Um, oh, shoot. How come it's not showing me all of them? Let's see. Uh, I'm going to have to go to my phone, I think. Oh, maybe I can go there. Um, oh. Let's see. Did you uh, did you watch all of the Mandalorian, Tim? I got I him. did. Um, I'll have to. Uh, if we're gonna talk about the end of it, though, I'm gonna have to go back and watch. Yeah, I gotta rewatch too. Yeah, we're gonna rewatch it and pick up where we left off. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Daniel Logan, Dickie Beer, Mark Anthony Austin. That's three of them. And. And bees, I think. Or yeah. Bees. Something like that. Um, but also, uh, let's see, Tom Sizemore, who's in Saving Private Ryan Heat and a ton of other movies, um, and the one and only Tim Donaldson. Whoop, whoop. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> who's that guy? <laughs> yeah, Capitola <laughs> Mall inside the former Sears building, March 4th through 6th. If you're out there, go see him. And if you're yeah. going to uh, celebration before either, you know, before or after you go into celebration, go find Tim and get his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely have you back on after at least post con to, to hear about the convention because yeah. Daniel Logan, man, he's an exciting dude. So. Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 super excited about this show coming up and and uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to get out there and see fans again and. And thankfully, we've gone from a pandemic to an endemic in this state. Um, yep. They just lifted the mask mandate today. So um, I don't know how that's going to affect the show, but um, well, I'm looking forward to it. Be All safe, man. Yeah, be safe. Yeah. And uh, we will, uh, I guess we'll see you guys soon. All right. Very good. We're going to have to watch this one. That's our sign off. That's our sign off. I thought it was keep an eye on this one. Keep an eye on this one. Whatever. <laughs> Jacob messed up the sign. That was that was a while ago that we decided that. Yeah. We never really seen it. We, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, bye everybody. <laughs>